Welcome to the Breaking Bots Podcast. Please put on your safety goggles, tighten your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Here are your hosts, Brian and Cam. Why, hello everybody. Welcome. And we're we're back here and I'm just going to say now, I think I have my pod cat. Yeah, he, he likes you. Yeah, your cat stays next to me during entire podcasts, which... I know I already sound nasally anyway, but if I sound even more nasally during these podcasts sometimes, it's usually when uh, the cat's acting as my headrest and my allergies start acting up a bit. <laughs> but I like the cat, so I'm, I deal with it. Just take some well, he, he likes you, apparently. Yeah, he Better does. than me. He's a cool cat. So uh, just a so, uh, few housekeeping things to get started on before we get into this week. Uh, Breaking Bots has its own feeds now, has its own Facebook page. Go uh, like it. It's just uh, facebook.com slash uh, Breaking Bots Podcast on Facebook. Ooh. So fancy. Yeah. And uh, to migrate over. Yeah. And same thing with SoundCloud. Just SoundCloud backslash, uh, or well, soundcloud.com backslash Breaking Bots. So yep. I, don't, I, th- I don't know if the podcast is on there or not. It, you know, try both. Yeah, I've thrown the links up on Reddit uh, to the page on Apple Podcast, and then all the SoundCloud links. So, and the big news is is that it is on iTunes finally. Yay. Apparently, I can't have numbers in the title anymore. Oh no! Now the old podcast is apparently grandfathered in, but the new policy is no numbers in the titles. Oh, so no episode one. No, well, I guess you could type out O N E and T W O if you really wanted to. I mean, that's a whole yeah, thing, probably. But nah, exactly. Uh, it's not that important. So, um, but yeah, uh, no guests this week. No, just a little just, quick one. Just a Sunday chat. Yeah, we'll um, probably get back with the guests next week. Uh, we've got a couple lined up uh, in the weeks coming up. So hopefully uh, next week's can come through for us too. I mean, we uh, had to cancel on them once already. So we'll yeah. say who it is, but uh, they have also had a good start. So that's well, the only hint that you will have. Yeah, and so one thing we wanted to say. Uh, basically, when this fight card came out, this is why we're just kind of having this. A, a, we wanted to have a discussion episode. Uh, I'm on vacation this week, so I will be out of town. We're recording early, and uh, but we wanted to talk about this because this week's fight card, we've talked to half the people. Yeah, that's a, that's a so nice feeling when you're yeah. on there. Like, hey, I know them, and uh, so of course all the links to those older episodes are up. If you want to go check them back out, but uh, yeah, I mean. It was a it was a weird episode to watch because some of the fights we had talked to both teams, so it's like ah, who do you root for? And it's like ah, who do you think's gonna win? And who do you want to win? I know it's it's definitely not a uh, Raptors versus Warriors kind of rooting for me on that. Although if I may talk about that just a smidge, I actually started rooting for the Warriors at the end of the last game with all the injuries and everything. I was like, what what more do you want from this team? Like you gonna put a bear trap on Steph Curry's leg. So I was rooting for game seven, but yeah. uh, we didn't get it. Congrats to the Toronto and all that good stuff. But yeah, I mean, I know this week there was a couple of was like, um, ax backwards versus mammoth. It's like, Ooh, who do I root for? Um, yeah. Or shatter versus witch doctor. Yes, exactly. Although uh, I was, uh, I was pretty happy about mammoth win. We'll get into that. Yeah. But yeah, there was uh, some wait, spoiler alert. I know. Right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, even uh, even the, the little duck montage we saw, um, we saw Leanne throw a couple comments in there talking about yeah. the uh, the last chance rumble, and uh, we got uh, Hal's uh, simmering anger face after the announcement. Well, so we'll just so we'll go down the fight card. Um, 
Lots Sun- of stuff this week. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know that I like that they made huge open up against Son of Wayachi. No, I mean it's. I mean you're a big name now and huge, so you're going to get some bigger fights. I mean I think uh, you know you're not going to get a lot of huge v Copperhead right now. If Copperhead's good, I apologize. We haven't seen him yet, so I'm going to trash talk <laughs> you. Um, well, but- I I don't know that I like Huge's weapon choice on this one. Uh, their blade was far too short. So whenever, uh, like at some point, they got to realize that their their weapon is going to be armor too, and their wheels were so much bigger than their weapon, like they hardly touched Sunawayachi. You'd have had to completely drive into Sunawayachi to get yeah. a hit, and by then Sunawayachi is going to be nailing your you know your tires or your wheels, and which they did learn from the Ice Wave fight last year. Uh, they came in with some sturdier wheels uh, that were completely solid, which took the abuse pretty well for a while but when you get hit that many times it's ultimately going to end up uh ripping apart your wheel which it did i know i i i think by now it's fairly clear that hugest kryptonite is going to be horizontal spinner oh absolutely well we found that out last year but yeah i mean that's that's really going to be a problem for them uh i mean the only other note i had on this fight uh our household liked the huge hats. Did you see those? No, I did not notice. Jonathan was sporting a uh, baseball cap on there with the huge eyes on it. And oh, also I, in the blue I've color. seen those before, but yeah, those are those are pretty sweet. If I wore hats, I would wear that one. Yeah, that's all I had on that. I, I mean, uh, yeah, at the end of the fight there, Huge was kind of just uh, cripple walking and a son of Wayachi. I'll give him this. They, they only went for the tires at the end to kind of finish them off. Yeah. But you know, didn't oh, get, could have done a lot worse. Yeah, they could have, but uh, you know, just went in on the tires, just sort of took them out of the wheels, just took them out, said, "Hey, you know, these are cheap. I know you can put these back on real quick." So now, maybe. did you notice huge added traction to their wheels, and so I think they moved around a little better. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, against against some vertical spinners, I could see them doing quite well. Uh, so next in this fight, we haven't talked to anybody, but. It was Texas Twister versus Black Dragon. Uh, some controversy on the interwebs, as we found out last week. Oh, yeah. And, um, well, first of all, uh, the Texas Twister design, did that look familiar <laughs> to you at all? Oh, uh, so immediately, uh, well, when we talked to uh, Leanne last week, she was talking about someone may have ripped off her design. And we don't know who, but it could be this bot. I absolutely think it's this bot, because basically... Uh, Texas Twister looks like an upside-down Valkyrie. Yeah, but now um, the uh, the controversy that you speak of, are we talking about the judge's decision here? Oh, not really, because either team, I mean, it was it was a garbage fight. Now, I, I will say this. First of all, a little intro on Black Dragon. That is a um, Brazilian team. Yes. And interesting. But, I mean, it's it was a pretty interesting design. Uh, it looked kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I will say... I didn't have a horse in this, and I don't feel like Black Dragon was robbed by any means. Although I feel like if I was their team, I would probably go, yeah, I thought I won. And even um, the girl driver for Texas Twister thought that Black Dragon won. <laughs> she kind of looked very shocked to uh, hear their name in the winner's column. And uh, the, the internet, at least the uh, yay establishment folks on the internet, kind of painted the picture as, okay... Um, Black Dragon's weapon went out, so since they didn't have an active weapon, they weren't going to score any damage points because you basically, they're basically saying that you're 
getting punished for not having an active weapon so that pretty much nothing you do, like well, push-wise or secondary weapon, counts at all. Well, I don't know if you noticed um, when they have, they've gone to the judges the very first time when they they showed the score tally or whatever. Mm-hmm. Damage is actually worth three points this year instead of like it used to just be kind of like one one and one or maybe two two and two, mm-hmm. but now it's three two and two. Like they're putting more and more emphasis on the weapon damage as opposed to uh, I, what is it control and aggression. Yes. That's so correct. now I and. Just especially with this whole like pushing the primary weapon thing, I think it's to me it's again I'm not like devastated by this outcome, but I thought this was bullshit for just a couple of reasons. Um, one to me was I thought Black Dragon won the fight, and I kind of feel like for fans watching and fans there, if you watch a fight and you see it and you clearly in your mind think, "Hey, this team won," and then the judges tell you, "Nah, actually, what you saw wasn't right." I mean, it's kind of like in football now with like pass interference and when a guy catches a ball and they're like, well, did he demonstrate possession? And you're just like, that was a catch. That should be a touchdown. That's kind of how I feel here is like Black Dragon won probably, say maybe like in a 55-45 kind of way. So for the judges to tell us, eh, you didn't really see it how you're supposed to see it. I don't know. I kind of hate that. And then I had no opinion one way or the other. I just when the decision got announced i was kind of like oh that's interesting but and the whole i mean while i i get the emphasis on primary weapon but at the same time you can take care of that when teams are entering the tournament and just if it's a bot that has like hey i've got a a piece of twine as my weapon and then this big wedge um let us in you could just be like no screw you you know you don't have a weapon yeah so to me it's and if you get your weapon taken away in the match that's already punishment enough. I don't feel like you should be punished further. It'd be like if a boxer somehow like broke his right hand and he was only throwing jabs the rest of the fight, but he won, the judges wouldn't go, yeah, but that wasn't with his primary hand, so let's just not count that. It's uh, just- I don't really see that the same way because like Black Dragon lost its weapon so early, it didn't do anything. Uh, and, I mean, really... Ooh, I kicked my mic there. Uh, really, it was just a matter of which bot stayed working because they both it seemed like they were both smoking at one yeah. point. Uh, both uh, both bots burned out their their weapon systems, but uh, and then it just became a you know a goof off basically. So yeah, I just think I don't know either. Maybe a little more transparency with the judging, at least during the week online. Because, I don't know, I feel like Sawblaze is essentially a push bot. And they don't punish them. Because Even they go, more this year. Because they go, ooh, green flame, huh? You know, but that's a push bot, essentially. And, you know, you already, as we see later on with some montage, you already punished huge last year for not being a good enough primary weapon. Like, you we get duck? it. Duck, yeah, sorry. We get it. You want to push the primary weapon thing, but don't do it. I don't think you need to have the judges be your henchmen on this, essentially. And just be like, hey, um, you know, let's F over this team if their weapon's not working. Well, to me, neither one of those bots are going to be in the top 16, so it doesn't matter. Uh, True. (laughs) Uh, Next, uh, speaking of Duck, we had Duck versus Bombshell. And the lead up to this was... A little weird, honestly, because the way that Discovery was 
like or the I guess the show itself was kind of putting things they were admitted it, it was almost like they were admitting they made the wrong decision yeah i could, i saw that a little bit too obviously uh yeah i mean you know yeah you had people come on there you had Leanne coming on there talking about you know she's like i thought they won and then you see you know you see the reaction on uh michael's face from uh from bombshell yeah. when they won and you see you see the hal um just sheer anger oh, yeah. on his face when they lost and uh, in a way though i kind of felt like they pushed this too much on bombshell where you know even when hal came on he said you know bombshell wasn't the problem yeah like they had nothing to do with this they are just you know a part of this competition and so i felt like this match i felt like was just a little more like misplaced anger like in a way they were admitting that, but in a way they were kind of going like, "Yeah, bombshell is a problem." Rematch, like, okay, I mean, no, bombshell was never the problem. It could, it, the rules really are kind of the problem because the uh, the rules are different in a in a rumble as opposed to a you know one v one match. Whereas you know if you're one versus one, you get counted out, but mm-hmm. in a in a rumble you don't, which it, to me is kind of dumb. Because Bombshell was not moving for half that fight. Yeah. Yet they sprang to life in the last 15, 20 seconds. And were they were still, award, you know, they were able to come away with a win. But it was within the rules, so. Yeah, they, they did like me when I wasn't working, where I would sleep all day and then just start doing laundry 10 minutes before my wife came home. So it looked like I'd been busy all day. <laughs> it's pretty much what they did. You know. It works, obviously. But, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I laugh because... My wife is in the corner shaking her head. <laughs> like, oh, I've been over here doing dishes all day. I don't know what's going on. Totally not been watching People's Court. Uh, so, so we got to People's Court, by the way. Great show. Uh, anyway, uh, watched an episode called Puke Problems the other day. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if, if we happen to have a duck on any this year, hint, hint, uh, we might ask them, you know, about how this shook out, and then really were they... Well, we're going to say how the fight shook out right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, and honestly, while it still sucks that they lost, did they gain, like, a lot of popularity kind of becoming a martyr after that fight? That's a little true. Because it does seem like they are an insanely popular team in this, and that may have just galvanized their fan base a little bit. But anyway... Well, and, and to Duck's credit, so it made him... It made Hal go back and redesign the lifter on the front of duck they move the pivot point from just in you know in the very front of the bot to the middle of the bot which gives him a much higher lift and uh he can create some havoc with it which he did yeah i mean i I feel like all are talking about the outskirts of this fight probably i mean we've already talked more than the fight lasted yeah we've uh (laughs) we could have sneezed and that would have been longer than the fight lasted uh, so basically, Bombshell ran into Duck and was done. <laughs> yeah. Hal went in, took care of business, uh, was not going to get cute and knock him back over. Uh, he even said, I mean, although he said, he's like, you know, we would have liked to have seen a little more testing in the box, but that he's not going to complain. Yeah. You know, you get out of there completely unscathed and you get a W, you're going to take it. No, and I liked the the dance celebration where he was flipping himself around. That oh, was yeah, that funny. was pretty sweet. And, uh, <laughs> you know, new team captain Dan Hammer, uh, again, he 
I'm going to go on a limb and say he drives an F-250 with the Punisher sticker on the back. <laughs> just going to go ahead and say that. Oh. Just saying it. I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. I'm well, I like that it. you said the word hammer, because speaking of hammers, our next fight. Oh, yeah. Is, here we uh, go. Shatter and Witch Doctor. Yeah, two of our uh, two of our 2019 interviews so far. Uh, absolutely, and uh, it definitely looks so. Between if you watch the live event from that they did from Vegas before the season even started, uh, well, before the season aired, I should say they had already filmed the actual battle bots. You knew that Witch Doctor was going to be a pretty stout contender, yeah. um, but they almost failed. You know, the first fight due to reliability concerns. Yeah. Now, first of all, they they did a little bit of a behind the scenes. Oh, they yeah, they did the behind the scenes portion with Shatter. And I want to say, um, a lot of the things that Adam said on our interview, he was saying in there. And I guess maybe because I'm a visual visual learner, making so much more sense when I saw it a second yeah. time. Like talking about he's the, basically uh, saying the same thing, but he's actually able to visually show you on yeah, the episode. Yeah, like the mechanism. Am I saying that right? Wheels. I think so. I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, but it's, those wheels are sweet. It, I still, I don't know exactly if I'm a fan or not. Uh, I can see some pluses and minuses in that. But uh, yeah, and then we got to see the two blades that he was talking about, um, old rusty and new blade. I don't Titan. know the new blade's name. Okay, so yeah, I mean, we got a lot of behind the scenes. I guess, like I said, I'm a visual learner because I was just sitting there going, oh. Yeah, okay, now I get it. Because sometimes when we're interviewing, I'm just making sure I don't call Adam like Chuck or something like that. And I'm a (laughs) little too... I have to re-listen, and then, of course, when I see it on TV, I go, oh, okay, now I know what he's talking about. Well, so one of the things we were worried about was, was of course, the drivetrain. Worked great. Mm -hmm. Got around, was able to strafe circles around Witch Doctor. Uh, The armor held up great was uh, flexing and breaking off when it needed to. Uh, They went the full three minutes. The one letdown, though, was the hammer. Something went wrong with the hammer, and so it didn't have nearly all of its power. Uh, It came down and stayed down at one point and uh, basically got the hammer head knocked off of it. So It was not hammer time this week between Dan and Shatter. Um, (laughs) Now, one thing that I believe they said either... On their AMA or on the Bots FC Facebook page, was that Witch Doctor was actually being counted out at one point? Yes, and that they did not air that. No, I think they were. No, they they were starting to uh, get counted down on the episode, I believe. Okay, but they did. Um, I mean, they were stationary for quite a while, and uh, of course, were they on? Were they smoking? I think too, and on fire. Uh, but they managed to get themselves going again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right before I, because I I kind of remember them being counted down, and it they got to like eight before they started moving again, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh man. But you know, I mean, against opening off against at least in my opinion, a top eight bot in Witch Doctor, not a bad showing from Shatter, lasting the whole three minutes. Um, Absolutely, yeah. I I do not think we're going to see a donut out of them this season. Eh? Hopefully, pretty not. good first showing, and even. Uh, they looked pretty pleased afterwards. I mean, I'm sure you'd like to get a win, but uh, you know, I don't think that was a complete letdown for them, right? You know, especially as like I said, going up against a pretty good team. So, so you liked. I mean, I guess you know, like you said, with the strafing, that is kind of cool. I guess I like that, but obviously, 
hammered in work. We still have to see that. That's obviously going to be a big sticking point. Yeah, is whether they can lay some licks on some teams and do some damage. And you know, I yeah, it is definitely one of the like Witch Doctor was having a hard time hitting them with them being able to strafe. It was just once they were trying to line up that shot with the weak hammer, uh, just got into them a little too much. Uh, so the next fight we have. Another fight where we've interviewed both parties involved. Uh, Axe Backward and Mammoth. Yeah, Mammoth, man. I must, I gotta wow. say though, uh, wow. Kurt from Axe Backwards, he's just, he's gotta be the most chill uh, guy from BattleBots ever. Yeah, he does seem really, uh, I mean, even when he was at, uh, when we were at Maker Fair and he had that 30 pound slicey dicey. Yeah. He'd just take that thing out and just <laughs> drop it on the ground. But, okay, let's go. Well, because he makes a great point. If it can't survive that, then what's it doing in the arena? No, and it's. it's I was it's, waiting for them to like roll axe backwards in and just like shove it off the lift. You know, this could be a potential <laughs> sponsorship for them because axe backward kind of looks like a can of axe body spray turned on its side. A little bit. <laughs> uh, it's a little slimmer this year. They got things pared down. Uh, unfortunately, the drum did not work at all. No, and I thought this was. I, and I was saying in my household, this is a great first matchup for Mammoth. Right. I thought. So Mammoth, uh, a bot so large, it uh, it they can get it through this doorway because it's a rather large doorway, but it does not fit in the, the square. <laughs> yeah. No, it's too, bi- too hip to be square, I guess. But yeah, I mean, again, um, they gave us a little behind the scenes on Mammoth. Um, again, some stuff was making sense that when we talked to him, that when I saw it, uh, you know, on film, like okay, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, I, this match could not have gone better for Ricky and Man. No, and I'm interested to see what the different configurations were that he mentioned because it does look like they. Uh, I mean, you you can see some of the upgrades, but it's not largely different from the one we saw in Orlando. So much faster, I would say, and it does have a lot better, um, you know, lateral movement. Yeah, but it does. I mean. I don't know about much faster, but it was definitely faster, and it was quicker, and it seemed like um, if Axe Backward was trying to get around to the side of him, he pretty much met him every time, yeah, head on. And that's going to be key, because with that punting unit, I think it's it's going to require some pretty you know, accurate hits to really yeah. do what Ricky wants it to do, which is, you know, grab and throw, uh, you know. Which he almost did... Uh- fling axe backwards over because he got it hooked on he got the bar hooked on one of the axes that the axe backwards drags along Mm -hmm. but uh was not able to but he did end up ultimately flipping him out of the the arena yeah which seems to be his goal in these matches so again it's and you know they looked they looked pumped pretty happy afterwards pretty happy i mean they very yeah they look like they just won the whole thing i'd say it, it could not have gone better and i mean i even you know, I saw some people online thinking that, like, oh, this is going to suck. You know, it's just for spectacle. And I, you know, I was like, no, I've seen it in person. Like, I've seen this thing have success. And I thought it was going to have, you know, create matchup problems for some teams. And obviously, Act Backwards, Axe Backwards was one of those. But I still feel like that can be a thing for them this season. I mean, again, I, I don't know if they'll match up, but, like, what does Bronco do against Mammoth? Yeah. You know, what does... I, I don't. I don't even know. Like a smaller bot like Minotaur would do. Although I'm thinking they'd find something to do. Well, it's going to be one of those things where they're 
again, just like huge, their bane is going to be the horizontal spinner. So it'll it'll be interesting. I'm sure they have some sort of configuration to deal with that, mm-hmm. but it'll just be interesting to uh, to see what they bring out when they have to face one of those. Another win for this, uh, Ricky's cast. Did you see that thing? Yeah, man, it looks pretty sweet. Obviously, they're not shying away from that, and uh, he is driving with that cast on. Uh, we actually, when we talked to him, um, he had <laughs> we talked to him on Skype, and he had his his camera pointed up the whole time so yeah. that we couldn't see it. And he did so, and he mentioned it after the fact. He's like, I don't really want it to be a story right now. I just want to be, uh, you know, I, I just want it my bot to be the story. But uh, of course, you know, wh- you can't miss that cast. Yeah, I mean, it looked like a Billy Club back then. But I mean, the thing <laughs> he had on here, it had like the BattleBot sticker on it, yeah. and it kind of looked like it could fire lasers out of it. Like he could just, you know, point it at Kenny and be like, <laughs> pew pew pew. Oh, just and just real quick. Speaking of lasers and things that shoot lasers, not that Iron Man's suit sh- yeah, suit shoots lasers, but did you watch Savage Builds? I had it on. I didn't completely finish it though. That thing is sweet. Oh, okay. the flying part of it was kind of stupid, but man, the fact that they three D printed an Iron Man suit out of titanium—holy crap! Yeah, just, that's, just saying. If that's following <laughs> BattleBots on this season, I'll probably give it some, you know, quite a few watches. But yeah. Yeah, so big victory for Mammoth there, and... So, the last but not least before the main event, we had Wan Hu versus Captain Shredderator. Now, did you like the whole, like, kind of America versus China vibe? Um, I guess. I mean, I've seen... I don't know if these two had faced off before, because obviously uh, Shredderator has Tiger Claw that they take over to China. Yeah. It did kind of look like an Iron Man bot versus a Captain America bot. Yeah. If, it did a little bit. And, uh, of course, you know, like, started off great for Captain Shredderator. I was like, hey, look, you know, this is, you know... So, well, so what... The, so, Wan Hu has one of those stupid, like, armored wedges they put up, kind of like Lockjaw has. But it was a little, apparently a little smaller, a little thinner. And so, Captain Shredderator hits it the first time and bends it into the floor. And so, then Wan Hu can't move. Yeah. Leave him there. Leave him there. I know. He... <laughs> It, there was definitely maybe a bit of sportsmanship from him there. Yeah, because, I mean, Juan who's sitting there, like, trying to move, and his, his wedges dragging the ground and lifting one side of his wheels up, and the other one's just burning rubber on the ground. Just leave him there. Yeah, he could have. Uh, but he doesn't. He, you know, gives him another whack and breaks that side of the wedge off, actually. And so now Juan who is free to move. Yeah, which, I mean, if you've had some reliability issues in the past maybe just take your w yeah you know i was even sitting there thinking to myself like he's doing great hopefully he solved the reliability issues ah shit like yeah so about two and two minutes in maybe even two and a half minutes in uh captain shredderator just stops moving just just stops Nah, that was too bad i mean it looks like it was a he drove a great match you could tell that uh you know, the dad, Brian Nave, he was the one driving and was driving great and uh, was doing anything. Like, he wasn't slinging himself into uh, in the side of the arena or anything. And Yeah, no pinballing. Yeah, it, um, was, it was very sad. Yeah, I mean, but I guess it gives you some optimism that they can get a couple W's this season. But, yeah, I mean, you, you had them. And for, for one who probably... Um, they might win the Ultimo Destructo Award for least impressive one and O team thus far. <laughs> uh, yeah, from that. last season Ultimo. Sorry about that. Uh, oh no worries, I I, I got gotcha. you. 
Yeah, uh, I understand. I see what you're putting down. So, but yeah, he his weapon was largely ineffective. Wedge was ineffective, but it didn't break. But you know, I see, and that's a that's a skill, honestly. I see what Brian was talking about as far as you know belief in his weapon and his system because it looks like it still can be an effective weapon when done right. It's just you know gotta get this thing through all three minutes. Now, and the, so the uh, the main event rolls around. And, uh, I mean, they're touting it as, oh, two of the best drivers in BattleBots, which maybe, you know, it's debatable, but maybe. Uh, so we have Minotaur and Whiplash. And uh, right away, Minot- you can tell something's up with Minotaur's weapon. Now they go, they do kind of the behind the scenes of Whiplash saying like, oh, yeah, the kids really did the build oh, yeah, this time. Too. Dad didn't. You're like, is that a good thing? Because your dad builds great bots. And yeah, you know, and I mean, well, and it looked largely unchanged just a new paint job yeah it's green now that's that's what we did we uh you know yeah and they're one of those ones that like it's they've got the spinner on the lifter but that spinner is it just i don't don't know what it is it doesn't seem to ever hit the other bot uh see i like that weapon i think it's unique and it gives teams problems and it's different than just being a regular old vertical spinner well, I, I, but, I mean, it's different, but at the same time, at least in this fight, for sure, it did not seem like that spinner did yeah. anything. Now, with Minotaur, maybe they may need to uninstall Minotaur 3.0 and go back to Minotaur 2.0, because whatever was going on with that drum this time, it just was not working. Even from the, from the get-go, it didn't yeah. seem like it was working. Like in the past, man, you hear that drum fire up, and it's like, oh, it's about to go down. Yeah, and then we see something that I don't know if we've ever seen from uh, Daniel Freitas before, uh, him retreating against the team quite a bit. Well, I mean, when you have no weapon, what's the point? Because it's, uh, I mean, so Whiplash, it's not like he's got a weapon with enough energy to where if you just keep ramming it, it's going to break. No, and not, yeah, definitely not. I mean, that's... Regardless of whether we think, you know, Dad may have built better, it's a pretty still well-built machine. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this largely turned into a pushing match. Um, I got bored. Obviously a bit of a disappointment. When you see two, you know, top five teams from last season, two top four teams from last season, and it's not, you know, just this, you know, triumphant battle, obviously there's a bit of disappointment there. It's, otherwise, though, I mean... Not a disappointing uh, episode at all, but just this did not quite live up to the hype. But Whiplash was a little more functional in this, and they were controlling the fight. So really no question there, no no judging for me to scoff at. Uh, this is an easy 3-0-W for Whiplash. Yeah. So, so that's it for And this you know what, episode. actually, though? Uh, let's uh, discuss the, oh, yeah, the, uh, the Science Channel Extra Match. The Rumble. Yes, we had uh, we had three teams in this one. We had um, we had Marvin. Oh well, yeah, we had Marvin, Gemini, and Gruff. Yeah, Marvin is the, um, the brainchild of Hannah Rucker, and I'm sure I think Hal did have some uh, you know did yeah. do a lot on the design there. Uh, we had uh, and then we had Gruff, uh, the team with uh, you know the USF team essentially. Yeah, from the uh, Tarpon Springs, well Tampa Bay area. And then we had Gemini, who is also a competitor. Yes, why they? And that's all why I have they to keep say. Letting Gemini in, <laughs> uh, it, like you mentioned, sometimes you mention abuse bots. Gemini 
is a bunch of abuse bots or yeah, a couple they, of abuse bots. They say that whole like, yeah, they plan to just let these other two go at it and then swoop in. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Because what are you gonna do? <laughs> exactly, dust them off a little bit. Yeah, then they'll come in and get destroyed. You know, the other the other observation I had was that when they're doing the intros, um, you know, they have all the teams in there, and Hannah's just standing there by herself. Like, yeah, could you not get somebody out there to hang with her? And also, if we happen to go next season. Can we just go out there and stand next to her? Like, we just put on some sunglasses and kind of fold our arms yeah. like we're uh, her we secret cool. service. I will, we can pay $15 a piece to do that. That's, that's Papa John's. <laughs> it's free Papa John's yeah. for you. Just let her stand there, Hal, Hannah. You know, just a thought. Just a thought. So, anywho, um, you know, the match starts. Um, Hannah's weapon gets, uh, loses its teeth. Yeah, Literally. unfortunately, I, I question that design because it looks like, I mean, and maybe it, this isn't the case, but it looks like it's two metal teeth, but they're attached to a plastic disc, and that is that is never going to hold up well. Yeah, I didn't, I mean, I figured, like, the wheel was probably real solid, so maybe I figured something might happen, but without its teeth, it really, you know, there wasn't a lot of uh, volatility to it. It wasn't going to do anything to you. No. And Jim and I was Gemini. Meanwhile, Gruff, though, looked pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fast, uh, sturdy. It, I mean, it was basically that's how uh, Marvin's teeth got broken was trying to hit Gruff. Yeah, I mean, it looks like, you know, aside from maybe Duck, like one of the sturdiest spots here. Uh, they has they, the giant lifter forks. Yeah, I mean, they gave the whole, like, they said, you know, Gruff has fire when it works. So yeah. I wasn't crossing my fingers <laughs> and expecting to see that. Um, but, you know, I mean, it looked like I, I was pretty impressed with the bot. And, you know, everybody always says that this is a team that every tournament they enter, they tend to go pretty far in. So a lot of people had fairly high hopes for this. And I'd say I might, after seeing this, that they could also do some damage. Yeah, and uh, it was it was kind of cool that we saw a reasonable facsimile of this. I think its name was Gronk when we saw it, right? It may have been gruff. It was just hard to hear in that oh. arena. I thought they were calling it gronk. Because I maybe thought they were. I thought that too. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's fascinating that there was, you know, four or five, probably four BattleBots teams competing at Orlando Maker Fair, and then four or five future BattleBots teams competing there too. Actually, turned out to be a pretty uh, interesting draw at this thing. Yeah, to the you, point I'm already looking at hotels for next for this November. Oh well, yeah, and you got a. Uh... 25 more pounds to play with when you step up the battle bots so yeah exactly you could put uh that's probably i'm sure that some of that was maybe the flame on gruff but it looked like a little extra armor and teeth on it too but maybe we'll find out now is there any takeaway from this episode that you have like last like i mean last week we saw and we were like oh there's some of these guys they're gonna go far they're super impressive what was your take about this week? No, and after this, I do want to do like the stud of the week and the dud of the week too. But um, hmm. I would say, let me think about that a little bit. Oh, you wanted to do it? I thought maybe you uh, you would have already. Oh no, let's get to it. Stud of the week, and we can we can just say like the team that most impressed us. And well, I mean, so as far as this week goes, uh, I mean, stud. I mean, I didn't think there was any, like, Cobalt, oh, wow, this team might no. go all the way. Uh, let me go Dud first. Can I go Dud first? Well, go Dud first. Uh, axe backwards, sadly. I, I mean, it, I, I guess it kept working, but at the same time, 
the drum didn't work at all. I mean, you can say the same thing about Minotaur, but it didn't get flipped out of the arena. So yeah, um, <laughs> I I went bombshell. I just you know, I mean, it's not like uh, yeah, you could say bombshell too. It's not like Duck is this tombstone like <laughs> knockout artist that just comes in there and takes care of business in ten seconds. But that's exactly what they did. I mean, there's some extra aggression in that. I mean, you've got to give some credit to Hal there too. But you're just like, well, okay, I guess that's what we can expect from bombshell. Uh, so. Yeah, maybe. And I guess, I guess if you're going to have a stud of the week, it's it's got to be Son of Wayachi. Okay. Just uh just breaking Huge's wheels and uh not really they basically the only damage they sustained was a a bent uh I support rod in their weapon. Yeah. Uh, and that's basically just from hitting Huge. Mm-hmm. It was nothing Huge did, so. You know, while that might be the team this week that could say between them and Witch Doctor go the farthest in this tournament, my stud of the week Mammoth, why not? You know, looked really I good. I think that's just a homer pick. It, it could be a homer pick, but, you know, I mean, they did exactly what Ricky said he hopes that they could do, which was, you know, like, punt a guy out of the ring. They did. They did exactly what they said they were going to do. And I know sometimes, you know, theory is a lot nicer than actuality in this tournament, but, I mean, we talked to him before the tournament started. That wasn't one of those... We talked to him afterwards and pretend it's before. We really did talk to him, you know, right when he shipped. And some of the things he said he was hoping he could do, he went out there and did. I know it wasn't Tombstone they fought, but it was still a pretty good fight. Yeah. So I'll give it to them. And, yeah, I mean, most impressive as far as, you know, like how far they can go. Yeah, probably Son of Waiachi, I'd say. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, there was a lot of promise there. I mean, yeah, they tend to break themselves too. So it's I'm I'm not holding hope that like that they're going to go far, but I just thought as far as this week goes, they were the most impressive. Oh yeah, so I mean, yeah, I could see that. And Witch Doctor was right when I was maybe pushing them a little too high, where I was like, oh, they could be in the final four there. You got a little bit of a check there, but I still think I don't know. I still man, just still after seeing good. them in the live event, oh yeah, I, I still think that's a top eight team though yeah, easily, easily. That thing is, that thing is vicious. So, so we haven't even at this point we don't have the fight card for next week, so we can't even preview that. No, so it's just a it's just a lovely Sunday chat. So we'll be back in a week, hopefully with a guest, and we can also do a roundup again next week. Yeah. So if you haven't figured out by now, these episodes are dropping uh, Wednesday mornings, uh, and kind of in celebration of the uh, the Science Channel airings. That way we can talk about what happened on the episode, but we can still prop up the. The bonus match, like this week's bonus matches, Gigabyte and Chronos, which I've never heard of Chronos before. So, should yeah, be interesting. It's, a, it's an interesting looking team if you get on the BattleBots website. They, they both look like full body spinners. Yeah, so this could be so, a, this could be a neat match, though. I mean, uh, Gigabyte was always one of the more spectacular and wins and losses yeah. spot that my <laughs> wife enjoyed watching. So, yeah, we got that coming up this Wednesday. So uh, be on the lookout. Or, well, I'll say you've got that coming up tonight. So yeah, if we post this watch Wednesday. it. Oh yeah. no, it's getting posted because I'll upload it, but it will it'll drop Wednesday. All right, sounds good. Scheduled podcast drop because right. we're fancy now. Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, folks. Well, that'll do it for uh, this week's breaking bots. Check us out on SoundCloud. If you hear this on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating. Yeah, rating uh, Anywhere review between four and six stars is good. 
I'll take four, between four and five. Oh, uh, I was just going for five, but yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> and leave a comment on there. Yeah, I mean, and like, leave any comment on the SoundCloud post if you want. Comment yeah. on our Facebook page. Yeah, let us know. I get some comments on Reddit, though, so that's cool. Yeah, Thank I don't do guys. the Reddit thing, so. That's me. Uh, yeah, that's Cam. Well, he I lets like, me know about all the sweet stuff you guys say about him, though. Damn right. <laughs> Alrighty, folks, that'll do it for this week. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Good night. Later. Later.